It's Tuesday, the 20th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, an investment group makes a bid for James Packer's 37% of Crown Resorts, with a gaming group now firmly in play. Prime Minister Scott Morrison almost commits Australia to net zero carbon emissions. Australians are over the age of 50 to be vaccinated by the middle of the year. And the boss of National Australia Bank warns that regulators will crack down on the property market. Our lead story today, investment group Oaktree has offered to fund a buyout of James Packer's 37% of Crown Resorts worth around $3 billion. Under the proposal, the shares of Mr Packer's would be bought back by the company. It's the latest twist in the saga of the casino giant which is under an $8 billion takeover offer from private equity group Blackstone. The gaming giant is currently facing inquiries in Victoria and Western Australia and hasn't come to an agreement with authorities in New South Wales, which would allow it to be awarded a casino licence. Mr Packer last week agreed with regulators to have no influence on Crown apart from trading his shares and is considered a potential seller. If Mr Packer agreed to the Oak Tree deal, then one of the biggest impediments to Crown getting a licence in New South Wales would disappear. Given the offer price is $12, Blackstone, which currently holds 9.99% of the company, would have to up its bid substantially to win the casino. The Crown Board is yet to formally respond to either bid. In overseas news, the English Premier League, the biggest football competition in the world, is in crisis after the big six teams, effectively the richest six, said they had signed up to a breakaway Super League, which would effectively kill off the Champions League in Europe. In total, 12 of the major clubs in Europe, including three from Spain and three from Italy, have signed up to the league, which promises to generate about double the money currently available to clubs across Europe. Secret talks have been going on for years, and the deal is underwritten by US investment bank JP Morgan. The joint venture between BMW and China's Great Wall Motors is expected to start production in 2023, with electric vehicles tipped to comprise one quarter of all sales. China is already the world's biggest electric vehicle market. And more than 50% of American adults have had at least one COVID-19 jab. That's 130 million people, and the US is becoming a benchmark for rollout programs around the world. About 84 million, or almost one third, have been fully vaccinated. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Prime Minister Scott Morrison last night outlined how Australia could reach net zero emissions, highlighting the commercialisation of technology in energy, manufacturing, mining and agriculture. While stopping short of committing to net zero emissions by 2050, it's the furthest the PM has gone in terms of explaining how it might be achieved. The Prime Minister also announced a number of red tape reduction measures, which he said could save businesses, charities and individuals $430 million in compliance costs annually. The changes generally involve greater use of digital communication with government departments. Australia will hold a Royal Commission into veterans' suicide to examine how people were treated in the military and how they transitioned to civilian life. Up to three commissioners could be appointed and it's expected to take up to two years to complete. The chairman of National Australia Bank, Phil Chronican, said it was inevitable that regulators would introduce rules to calm the property market, which is currently being fuelled by low interest rates. He said limits or restrictions on lending would be a sensible response to the rising property market, given the Reserve Bank wants to keep interest rates low. Mr Chronican didn't provide details of what he expected, 
but previously regulators have effectively forced borrowers to have larger deposits or greater buffers in repayments. For the first time in more than a year, Australians were freely allowed to travel overseas, to New Zealand at least, and reports suggest the airports and airlines were busy, with Qantas and Jetstar operating a combined 29 flights yesterday. Each week, the two are expected to operate 200 flights, with Air New Zealand scheduling 150 flights. Meanwhile, Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack said the government was also in preliminary talks with Singapore about establishing quarantine-free travel. The National Cabinet met yesterday, and under a revamped plan, Australians over the age of 50 could be vaccinated against COVID-19 by the middle of the year. That's a cohort considered safe to receive the AstraZeneca drug. The number of Australians who have received at least one jab is now almost 1.6 million. It's likely that some states will roll out mass vaccination centres. Property group Mervac said it was on track to fully lease its first ever build-to-rent project in Sydney Olympic Park. This is a really interesting concept and relatively common around the world, particularly in Europe. The apartment blocks are built specifically to be rented out for long periods. It provides security of tenancy. From the developer's point of view, that's Mervac, it gets a premium rental rate. It's considered a good option for people who won't be able to buy a home in the medium term. And in Sydney, there are plenty of people like that. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.